0: So you've started a YouTube channel. You've probably purchased all the gear and you're really just kind of stuck when it comes to getting started. Well, what could be holding you back is actually having confidence on camera. And I can so relate to this because I waited three whole years because I was scared to get on camera. And I'm excited because we decided to do a two-part series here on the podcast talking all about how to gain confidence on camera. If you're just joining us for the first time, my name is Heather Torres and you are listening to the Think Marketing Podcast. We release a brand new episode every single Tuesday. So Tuesday? Tuesday. So make sure you are subscribed wherever you are consuming this content. And yes, we are jumping into a two-part series all about how to be confident on camera. We've got four tips for you in today's episode and four tips for you releasing next Tuesday. So make sure you're subscribed and ready for that episode. I love when we get to bring our industry experts to the podcast for you. And today we have a fire episode with our friend Brock Johnson. And this Interview is actually uh, brought to you by Idea to Income You can check out Idea to Income I'll tell you a little bit more about that later. But it's Brock and Chalene Johnson's five-day challenge on how to make money online in 2021. Well, let's actually jump into today's episode where we're going deep into confidence on camera. Sean and Brock have a great conversation around four main tips for building that confidence so you can go live, you can make your Reels, your TikTok, and of course, your YouTube videos. So grab your notebook, lean in, and let's jump into today's episode.
1: Welcome back to the Think Marketing Podcast. I'm fired up because in today's episode, I'm talking to Brock Johnson, a great friend and really a expert in helping Entrepreneurs and content creators grow their brand, their influence, and their income leveraging Instagram. Today, though, we're going to be talking about confidence and the power of building your confidence because whether you're going to be in a YouTube video, on a video podcast, and in an Instagram reel, or putting yourself out there online, you have to have confidence. You know, Brock has earned six figures and built multiple six figures in his business while playing college football. Um, and now does some incredible projects with Shaleen uh, Johnson, who is also his mom. And they run a project like uh, Insta Club Hub and some very cool things. And so he's helped a lot of different people accomplish a lot of great results. Brock, welcome to the show. Sean, thanks for having me. Excited to be here. You know, I love this topic of confidence. And you've got these eight tips because I would say for everybody watching, they may already feel like oh, I could skip this one, but don't skip this episode because I think that you could always grow in more confidence, but at Mm -hmm. the same time, we've gone through a lot of uh, journeys on our journey, personally, where it's scary to get on camera. We recognize we don't have confidence. I remember back in 2010 when I shot my first video where I was comfortable being behind the camera, but I was afraid of trolls or haters, or even being confident in my message. So I believe there's degrees to this. And Mm -hmm. I actually really believe that people's most important account is not their bank account, it's not their Bitcoin account, although with Bitcoin rising, it could be soon. <laughs> it's not it's not your Dick's uh, Sporting Goods Rewards or Nordstrom Rewards or Bass Pro Shop Rewards Points account. Mm-hmm. Your most important account is your confidence account. Mm. Because if you don't have confidence, you're always going to find a way to lose. Yeah. So if you don't have confidence, you're not going to create your best content, make bold moves, advance in your business. So before we get into these eight tips, Brock, what have you noticed with how important confidence is and in your own life? I mean, I feel like you've been raised in a really confident family and you had a lot of confidence instilled into you, Uh, but you also get to coach a lot of people. and, And what do you think the importance of confidence and the need of confidence is when it comes to content creators?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I work with tons of entrepreneurs on a daily basis, lots of coaching direct one-on-one conversations where I get to really understand uh, the root of a lot of these issues that are holding people back from growing, whether it's on YouTube or Instagram or even TikTok, And we're having these conversations and ultimately one of the biggest barriers preventing them from consistently showing up and creating the content that they know that they need to create and serving the audience that they know they need to serve is they're lacking the confidence to do so whether that's the confidence to step into their niche, uh, the confidence to really start talking about their expertise, the confidence to narrow in on one specific topic that they're going to be focusing on and not just you know post about all things all the time for all people, which ultimately, of course, will attract no one. Uh, whether that's the confidence to, to go live for the first time, no matter what it is, it seems like it's always going back to this one issue of, confidence versus fear, the confidence to do what they know they need to do or the fear that's, that's holding them
1: back from doing it. That's so powerful. And I'm excited to get into these eight tips. So Brock, what is number one so we can build our confidence?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I think that you said the perfect word there, which is build. And, and my first tip is practice. You have to show yourself that you can do the things that you want to do. And the only way to do that is to practice. And I think that really tangibly there's tons of opportunities on social media to practice, whatever it may be that you, that you want to get better at, that you want to feel more confident in doing, let's say Sean, that you want to get more confident going live on YouTube, but you already have some YouTube subscribers. And so you don't feel confident just flipping on live and, and going live for your first ever YouTube live stream. So instead, you can practice by going to another platform where you either have less followers or maybe a platform that you haven't even been on yet. Try experiment going on TikTok and going live there or going live on Instagram or, or experiment with Twitter, things like that. Use these other platforms where you might not have as big of a following, AKA not as much pressure and use those as opportunities to practice and ultimately, the more times you do something, the better you're going to get at it. Like, Sean, you started with your first video recording in 2010, and I've seen that video. And we can look back and we can laugh at it. Recently, I've been looking back at some of my very early Snapchat stories because I practiced on Snapchat before I moved to Instagram stories and to TikTok. And I, I laugh at those because they're so funny and they, they sound like I'm like like a radio pod, like a radio host and totally inorganic and inauthentic and not true to me but they were practice. They were opportunities to get better. And also I would recommend saving some of your practice attempts because like Sean and I can tell you, it's really funny to look back a few years later and say, this is where I started.
1: Yeah. It's all about the journey and your first videos are going to be your worst videos. And you have to be willing to start as our friend, Angie says, poop your pants scared. You got to just be able to just get on camera, sweaty armpits. And I love that you brought up, practicing on early Snapchats. Mm -hmm. Heather Torres, the host of the Think Marketing podcast, um, she was terrified to get in YouTube videos. She was terrified Mm -hmm. to get on camera and also kind of terrified to like create long form teaching content because she didn't have the confidence for that yet. But what she did was she committed to doing a Snap series every single day that had like a beginning, middle and end. And she didn't care about having followers. She didn't care. She hoped nobody else was watching. She was disciplining herself to post consistent content that had a lot more to do with her than even with the viewer on the other side. And we say here a lot at Think, use your season in obscurity to prepare you for popularity. Mm use your season when nobody knows you yet to not be so worried about why am I not growing? Or if I'm not getting the views yet, that's a huge opportunity season that it's actually a lot more about your personal development. It's a lot more about your practice. And science even reveals the confidence competence loop that actually psychology that in order to grow in confidence, you need competence. But the problem is, When you're just starting, you don't really have competence yet. And you also don't have confidence. Yeah. Well, you just got to start. You start practicing and it's weird and it's awkward. And then you start going, oh, that wasn't too bad. Or wow, I got a nice comment. I actually helped somebody. Boost your confidence a little bit. You go back out next time. And Brock, I love that you're saying this because this thing compounds. It Mm -hmm. builds. I love that. What's number two? Yeah. Number two is that
2: you need to allow yourself space to fail. And I think that a really tangible way you can do this is literally take out a pen and a piece of paper, take out a a sticky note and write yourself a permission slip, a permission slip today. I'm going to allow myself to show up imperfectly on Instagram stories today. I'm going to allow myself to post a Facebook post and not spell check it 15 times today. I'm going to give myself permission to go live on YouTube for the first time, whatever that thing may be, write yourself a permission slip. And the permission is to be human. The permission is to make mistakes and have imperfections. And I'll let you in on this, this secret that really isn't a secret is that human beings, especially now in 2021, Sean, and you know, this, we are seeking out imperfections. We don't want this fake Photoshopped, perfected, super polished, gleaming looking person on social media, because that's unattainable. And that's not something that we're going to connect with. I I know myself personally, if I see someone who is, you know, clearly that fake on social, there's no chance I'm going to follow along. And definitely there's no chance I'm going to trust them as an expert or someone who I can rely on, because I know that they're not even being true with who they are. So write yourself a permission slip and allow yourself to be imperfectly human
1: so so good i mean it's these sometimes i feel like i'm a a walking vault of quotes and clichés but fail forward sometimes mm. you win sometimes you learn it's not sometimes you lose and yeah. every video you post is an opportunity to fail it's a permission to to fail entrepreneurs i failed 10000 times thomas edison yeah. but then i finally found the one way that worked and it's interesting especially in the context of youtube that when you look at some of the biggest YouTubers, even PewDiePie or Mr. Beast, they had hundreds of videos under their belt before they broke through, before they got noticed. And for our community, like a lot of people aren't aspiring to be a Mr. Beast or a PewDiePie. They're trying to help a particular group of people. They're mission-driven, purpose-driven entrepreneurs solving specific problems. Um, but even still, I mean, man, you just need so much content under your belt. Brock, how mm-hmm. much content do you have under your belt now? Because even you're you're so confident, you're well spoken. but how much, how many times have you snapped Instagram story, created content, posted videos and courses just so far? And how old are you? If I can blast that out on the podcast.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I am 23 years old and I've been doing this full time for about four years or so now. Um, I have hours, probably days worth of content on Snapchat alone. I have hundreds of videos on TikTok hundreds of videos and posts and Instagram pictures over on Instagram. Hours and hours and hours worth of Instagram stories. I currently am a a co-host of a podcast that releases two episodes a week that are each like 30 minutes long. But even before that, I did over a hundred episodes on a podcast that was my own. So I have practiced, like we talked about earlier, over and over and over and over again. There's more content that you could ever watch in your lifetime. And I've produced that in just a few years because I've allowed myself to, to fail forward, as you said, and, and to really practice.
1: Listen, Think Marketing Podcast, you gotta up your outputs. Um, mm-hmm. I love what Brock just said. Um, you know, He's done so much volume and he's got, I need to get him on YouTube more, but he's got a bunch of YouTube videos out as well. And uh, what's crazy is there's so much volume to outputs there. And one of the things we've been talking about earlier here at Think Media, as we're in a new year, is when you're setting goals, set output-driven goals, not necessarily even results-driven goals. If if your goals are connected to results, well, your confidence might be up and down, like, wow, mm-hmm. people really clicked on this video and liked it, and people didn't like this one. But if it's output-driven, your confidence is, man, I checked the box. I got my weekly upload up. I got my live out. I got the podcast out and the the more outputs you can put out, actually really the quicker you will grow. Kind of makes sense. If you go to the gym one day uh, a month, you, the guns aren't going to grow as fast. That's my routine. I, I don't go to the gym, but I, I run too much. And Chalene Johnson always is like, dude, I got to get you lifting weights so you don't, you know, okay, whatever. But listen, if if you go to the gym seven days a week, you're going to reach those goals faster. That confidence muster, muscle is going to grow a lot faster. So it's so powerful to see that a level of volume. And I want to challenge you listening to this, up your outputs because they will help you grow your confidence faster hit us with number three brock absolutely number three
2: and i think everyone knew this one was coming was you can't compare yourself to others there's there's this great quote you know comparison is the thief of joy and that's absolutely true if you are thinking about yourself currently on youtube and comparing yourself to a mr beast or a pewdiepie of course i think every single one of us 99.999 percent of the population would feel defeated But you can't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 17. Someone else might be nearing the end of the book or somewhere in the middle of their book, and you're just getting started. You're just sitting down at at the laptop to start typing your your intro, your your chapter one. So you can't compare yourself to other people. When you do, that's a one-way ticket to a blow to your confidence and a hurt to your ego. You start comparing yourself. Why don't I look that pretty? Why don't I sound that good? Well, guess what? If you could see their first video, if you could listen to their first podcast or, or read their first blog post, you would be laughing because chances are you might actually even be better than that. But I think the only person who you can really co- compare yourself to consistently is who you were yesterday. And if you're incrementally, incrementally 1% every single day getting better than who you were yesterday, that's a safe comparison. But do not,
1: for all intents and purposes, please avoid comparing yourself to others. I love that, Brock. And, you know, I think sometimes if we're honest, and I've been here as well, we could be afraid. The thing that holds us back from being confident sometimes too is, is not only maybe comparing, but being afraid of starting late and Mm -hmm. kind of being afraid of starting small and being seen as starting small. Yeah. Because uh, especially as some of these social media platforms are now maturing, um, you know, we can feel like we're late to the game and like, and we get this question a lot should I hide my subscriber number? Cause you can turn that on and off on YouTube because it's like, I'm embarrassed of it when I'm just starting kind of, but I want to encourage you listening. Like everybody started at zero. There's something powerful about the fact like, there's no need to actually hide your subscriber number in my opinion, don't buy subscribers. There's no need to uh, try to boost your followers up. There's something about the journey. You know, now there's this new app called Clubhouse. And what's been interesting is I've been seeing uh, all these actually really massive people with like 100 followers because it's a brand new app like it just happens to be that some of these apps are are more mature but man con- comparison will will derail you so quickly it's blinders on get clear on your mission who you called to serve what are you trying to build what are you trying to post and if you're output driven you don't even have time to watch what everybody else is doing you got to focus on what you're doing what you're building um i love that brock all right what's next
2: next uh number four is to focus on your why. And if you don't already have your why, if you haven't clearly defined like your why, just think about it for a minute. Maybe pause the podcast as you're listening right now and just think about what is my why? Why do I do what I do? What is my driving focus? Is it financial freedom? Do you wanna change the world? Do you want to provide for your family? Like what is your why? And I think your why is gonna far outweigh the fear. And I think that ultimately that's what it comes down to is when we're feeling not confident and when we're not doing the things that we know we need to do, it's because we're thinking about everything that could go wrong and we're thinking about the fear and we're thinking about the potential haters and the naysayers that exist on social media, but we're failing to remember our why. And we're also failing to remember the the group of people, the hundreds, if not thousands, if not millions of people who need to hear our message and who really deserve to be served by us and who we can help and we can change lives, but we have to take that first step. As we said earlier, like you have to just get started, whether that's your live stream or your first tweet or your first Instagram post, whatever that thing may be, if you don't just get started and you can't remember your why and you let all of the the potential negative outcomes keep you from the, the positive outcomes that are likely to follow, Uh, then you're never actually gonna get started. So a great way to grow your confidence is to stay in your why and keep those people on
1: the front of your mind. Brock, what's your why and how'd how'd you find it? Was it immediately clear or have you kind of been refining it? Mm -hmm. I think that I've had a
2: few whys over my life and I kind of, you know, keep them in in different stages of my mind. But I think that one that I've had almost my entire life is that I want to help as many people as possible, not to get too off subject, but I'm an Enneagram 2. If anyone knows about the Enneagram, the 2 is nicknamed the helper. I want to help people. So that's my why is I wanna help as many people as possible. When I was young, growing up, I thought it was gonna to be to be a professional football player and I would use that outlet, that platform to help as many people as possible. Now, I've, I've changed, I pivoted, I, I do something else rather than playing in the professional football league, uh, but I still have the, the, the goal, the why uh, of helping as many people as possible. And then on a personal level, I want to, when I was in college, create financial freedom for myself. So I didn't have to rely on my parents. I didn't have to uh, have them paying for my meals. And now that I'm out of college and I'm starting a family, I want to be able to provide for my family and provide that financial stability so that we can live the life we wanna live.
1: Man, it's beautiful. And ladies and gentlemen, Brock Johnson is officially engaged. Is there a (laughs) wedding date happening? Is that a 2021 event? It's gonna be probably a
2: 2022 event. We're waiting before we even are gonna start planning. We got some great advice that uh, you know we should just kind of enjoy being engaged for a little bit before we hop into planning. So we're not even starting planning for a couple more weeks.
1: Well, that's brilliant. And of course, question of the day is, man, what's your why? And so maybe think about that rhetorically if you're on the podcast, if you're on the video podcast, drop it in the comments. Like, like what drives you and that inspires me, Brock. It's always in- in powerful to hear people what drives them, and it always, whenever things get really even overwhelming and tiring, and why am I even doing this? <laughs> like, where well, you actually, why am I doing this? Like, remember your why. Like, why am I putting in this hard work? Why am I uh, editing and and posting videos for results that are not outweighing the work at first? Mm-hmm. Um, reasons come first. Results come second and having those powerful reasons that can fuel you to get through the hard times these are essential in this industry because there's gonna be times where you want to quit where it seems like it's not working out where you go up and make some progress and it feels like you're going backwards so remembering your why i love it
0: well that was part one of our two-part series all about how to be confident on camera we went through those four tips today practice have space to fail You can't compare yourself to others and focus on your why. And man, that last part that Brock and Sean were talking about, your why, it's so important. And really, I know it was tip number four, but for me, it is the first thing I think about when I'm trying to to get over being comfortable on camera. Even recording this podcast right now, I've already messed up four times. I know that I am probably rushing through what I'm saying. But I've just learned that over time, my why is going to get me through this. I know that creating this content for you, for putting the camera on, for getting started, for just pushing through and understanding that I know why I'm doing this That is what helps me get through the hard days. And when I think about, you know, having space to fail, man, I've failed a lot when it comes to creating videos. And over time, you just kind of learn that this is just like a friend. The camera becomes a friend and that's who you're talking to on the other side. While your video might go viral and millions of people will watch it. Normally, you're really just talking to the one person who's watching your videos on their phone or on their TV or on their computer, right? It's that one-to-one connection. And so confidence for me on camera has really come from over time, understanding that when I'm looking at the lens, that I'm just talking to a friend and that helps to eliminate the anxiety that comes with public speaking. You know, there was a study that was done that said that 77% of people actually have public speaking anxiety. And I fall under that category for sure. But knowing my why, knowing that I have space to fail, not comparing myself to others and really just practicing over and over that really is what helps me get through creating videos for you. So, I cannot wait for us to go into part 2 next week, but your next step is to go to idea to income.tips. That is Brock and Shalene's 5-day challenge that's going to be starting soon. So you want to make sure you register for this 5-day challenge speaking all about how to make money online in 2021. I'm signed up and excited, locked in, because Brock and Shaleen and Brett are going to be teaching some amazing tips on how you can get started with an online business right now. So if that sounds like your next step, you should go to Idea income.tips right now. Now, if you got value out of today's podcast, I want to invite you to share this with a friend. And one way that you can do that is by rating and reviewing the podcast. Now, this doesn't mean it goes directly to your friends, but it helps us to be able to get this podcast out to more people just like you who want to learn how to crush it on YouTube. And when you rate and review the podcast over on iTunes, you might get a shout out on the podcast. And today's shout out goes to Steve from Script. Steve says, think marketing is the best and provides value content each episode to help grow your business. Thank you so much, Steve, for that review. And if you haven't shared this yet with a friend, definitely hit the share button and get it out to someone who needs to grow their YouTube channel. Well, that was episode I don't know what number, but part one (laughs) of the uh, two-part series all about confidence on camera. Join us next week as we dive into four more tips for you all around how to gain more confidence when it comes to creating your videos. I wanna thank you so much for your time and for being a part of our Think community. And make sure you go to ideatoincome.tips if you want to join Brock Johnson, Shalene Johnson, and Brett Johnson, all on their five day challenge on how to make money online in 2021. I'll see you on the next episode.